Welcome to Who's to Blame podcast. I'm your host, Dre Montez, and we're being brought to you by the Weed Squad St. Louis. Go to theweedsquad.com for more information. Stop by 8088 Watson Road. Also being brought to you by Nextcore. Powered by Nextcore. This is my Nextcore. Go to thenextcore.com for your virtual tour today. Could be the next home for your next co-working space. Well, it's what to do Wednesday, way back Wednesday. And I'm I'm thinking of things that put us here, where we're at. Trying to get over the hump. Enlighten what, what happened in NASCAR. I'm gonna get over that. I don't want to talk about it. I'm that mad. But I want to talk about a TV show that I think we all resonate with. We all got some connection with it. If it came back on today, who would play these cast of characters? Is this one of those shows? Just leave it alone. But I want to talk about the Love Boat. Remember that TV show? This way back Wednesday. Oh my God! It's so many characters that you had the option of playing. It is Doc. Isaac, Gopher, Captain Steubing, Vicky. You, you, you had a choice of characters. And I tell you what, something I peeped out on the show, I never paid attention to. Doc got some pussy on that show. He, he went through, he went through it. He let the guests really get it in. <laughs> I mean, Captain Steubing did a little bit. You know, Gopher and Isaac, uh, Vicky, uh, whatever. Whatever. But Doc got his issue off on the love boat. You know, and thinking of that and, and, and staying in that mode and being and knowing what's going on in the sports world with baseball finally back and what the fuck NASCAR came out with this dumbass story, it makes me get on the realm of ranting sports. Have you ever really truly had your ranting sports? Here's what I mean. Everybody has went off on their significant other, child, boss. Have you ever went off on sports? Have you had your rant that you need to have with your team? Everybody needs to do that. Let it out. Blow it off your chest, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, hockey, golf, NASCAR, tennis. I don't care. When you root for someone and they don't meet up to your expectations, have you let them know? Well, I did. And it didn't go the way I thought it would go. I was banned from the website for two years. I couldn't post anything. It was it was bad. This is like when social media first started, like type of rant. When your team does not meet up to your expectations, have that rant. Let it out. Get it off your chest. This is the week that we've known and found out some of the greatest sports rants in history. Whether it's Allen Iverson talking about practice. Whether it's Jim Morrison talking about playoffs. Jim Morrison. 
Or Jim Morrison, what's his name? The coach of the Colts. When he ranted. As well as Hal McCray. You know, when, when your team lets you down, when the players don't perform up to their level, and the wrong question comes at you, you're going to let that rant come out. And that's something that we can't practice. It's unrehearsed. It's unscripted. But when I let this out, you're going to hear me. You're going to hear me vocally speak on this. Like when the Cardinals pitching staff let us down in the playoffs. When they let a football team move to St. Louis and they built the dome. Oh, my God. <laughs> the things in sports that have pissed me off. It's just stupidity. And the people that think they're in the know or control, they're the main culprit that fucked this up. I can't wait till the complete story comes out of how NASCAR could have moved here. How we could have had a better football team. How we could have hosted different events. How the NBA could have paid come to St. Louis. This is why the rant in sports is needed. Because people make you do this. And there are a lot of people in the St. Louis area that have fucked up the vision and the goal of the NBA coming to St. Louis, and they know it. And my rant on this is like another level. You guys know how close we came to getting the NBA in St. Louis. But we had a couple of fucking idiots. Like our NASCAR could have came here in the 70s. I'm sorry, the 80s. A couple of fucking idiots that just don't get the bigger picture. Some people think it's all about them. And it's not. Sometimes it's about the collecting bargaining of the fans, the appreciation of sports. And some people don't get that. But when we find out who the culprit is on a demise of why we did get certain things, I wish the media would release those photos. Show that. Show how we lost NASCAR. Show how we lost the NBA here. Show how we could have hosted so many sports events here. But due to the greed and the culture of St. Louis, it didn't go down. You motherfuckers. See, I'm exposed to certain things. I read about certain things that most people don't get. It's not my job to share the negative. But I want to enlighten you on things that we could have had in this damn town, but we didn't have it due to these greedy motherfuckers. They want it all. They want all the claim. They want all the accolades. They want all the appreciation. And all we want is a competing football team, a competing basketball team, which you fucks got in your pockets, in your wallets, and decide to make a choice and an option that was conduct detrimental to the team. It's just (laughs) 
You know, today is a gift. That's why they call it a present. I'm a firm believer of that. And it leads me on to my, my next discussion. With these 60 games of baseball. With training camp opening. Exhibition baseball. As a fan of baseball, are we going to get the best that we can out of these guys? Because I'm telling you right now, this is the last time I'm going, to, I'm going to say this. No, it's probably not. I'm going to lie on that. If Mike Trout does not make it to the postseason, that's money waste. Money waste. It's like having a hooker with a broke leg. Why? This money waste. Why are you working? You can't put your best leg or foot forward. So with Mike Trout, I'm I'm just wondering how how should this work out? I mean, really, if you're the best player in baseball, you're getting paid all this money. You're on a team that needs pitching help bad, and with 60 games to play, if I am the Los Angeles Angels coach, manager front office. I'm going to try to figure out a way, Bill James this shit, whatever it may be, you can call it Moneyball, to get Mike Trout in the playoffs. Beyond the first round. Not a wild card. The Angels got to come out of the gate on fire. If I'm them, Mike Trout is betting one, two, or three. You got to pitch to him. He'll pitch to him. If he's not batting in the top three, he's batting number seven. You got to pitch to this guy. You have to. You can't go around him. If you go around him, these are called RBI situations. Runs batted in. Who's ever batting behind Mike Trout, you better be ready. This probably could be the best statistical career of your Major League Baseball career for you to have incentive-based money if you're batting behind Mike Trout. If I don't see the Angels and the Cardinals in the World Series, something's wrong. The biggest problem is baseball is pitching. It's glamorized, but it's not appreciated. And with the scenario that the season is only going to be played 60 games and the playoff scenario, it's less than 162 games, people. So the mindset of the player and the positional player should be totally different. You would think. You would think. If you know for a fact that instead of me working 40 hours a week, I'm only got to work 25 hours a week, and I'm still going to get the same amount of money. How can I let the company know I'm going to appreciate this? Oh, do you go beyond the call of duty, or do you still do the job that you're doing? That's what baseball is going to be looked at. And judge by, are they going to do anything different from the game of play, 60 games? Or is it going to be on the people that are presenting the game to us? Whether it be content, highlights, whatever it may be. When we're watching the game of baseball, it's not going to be the same. I think baseball, NASCAR, and golf. 
pretty much have it figured out on how to conduct the sport with the appreciation of social distancing. That's how I'm looking at it. Now, if there's another sport out there you think, I think football's going to have a hard time. But stand on this Major League Baseball deal. I think we have something here to perpetuate our love for. Rise to the occasion. If done properly. I said this a week ago. I said Father's Day weekend. I think Rob Manfred and Tony Clark should lock their asses in a room. There may be some furniture moving. But when we come out of this room, we're going to have an answer and a solution for the game of baseball. In the words of James Earl Jones, movie, Field of Dreams. People will come, Ray. People will come. They would just hand over money, 20s, 50s, 100s, like it doesn't matter, for the love of baseball. And for the love of baseball, I know Major League Baseball doesn't listen to my podcast, but it's fine with me. I'm going to share it with them. And I want to share this message. Can we bring the sport back to the fans? We never left you. You doubted us. You've questioned our love and affection for the game. But in the end, the fans have been there. The players have said it, past and present. They could not have done this at the level that they did without the fans. It's not taking away anything from your parents for getting you in the game. But when you get to the shell, the fans let you know what's going on. Whether you're good or bad, we've booed players that became great guys. We've not applauded players that we now applaud. We've not stood for players that we stand and appreciate. That's what the game is about, the appreciation value. And I hope that the conquering minds out there, the people that sign the checks, the people we never see but we know their name, really get where the fuck we're coming from. Don't taint our game. Don't ruin our game. Can we just let these guys Play the game as it was intended to be played. And we can't do that. There's so much judgment out there right now. Like, is this right? Is this wrong? Should we do it this way? Should we do it that way? What What are the mitigating circumstances here? Well, it's got to be health. Outside of the health factor of the game, and where the venues the game's going to be played at. And we still expect the same opportunities with the love of baseball as we've had in the past. Because following social media and reading people's messages, we got a problem. I hate to say this, but Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. Again, I want to talk about the bad shit that Houston and Boston did to win the World Series. Who cheats in baseball to win? Well, as a young man told me in my softball career in 1995, if you're not cheating, you're not trying to win. But as a guy that just appreciates the natural 
athleticism of a male or female in their perspective sport and they're doing well and you win the championship, I applaud you. The ones that have cheated their way through it to get over the hump, get beyond the odds, you had to do what you had to do to win. You had to do what you had to do to win. It's like the same thing when people say, I'm doing this job for my kids. You got to do what you got to do to do what you want to do. Real talk. Real wisdom and thoughts. I'm going to leave you on this note here. It's a guy that fell in love with a sport. And you find out something about a sport that is not becoming of you, whether it's male or female. You find out something and you're like, wait a minute. And you do your own investigation. You read your own thoughts into this. You put your own beliefs into this. And you still come out with the sport was wrong. And why did the sport do this to me? It's like questioning your parents. You didn't do that as a kid in my days of growing up. But now every kid does. They talk back to their kid. They're rude to their parents and grandparents. These motherfuckers would be choked out in my day. But on the same sense as well, they're trying to tell us we should look at things from a different perspective. And I don't agree with that all the time. Sometimes look at the picture the way it is. Look at what's in the photo. There's no need to zoom in, zoom out, scan, do a panoramic view. But if you look at the picture the way it was intended to be presented, you can get all of the information you want out of it. And right now, what I'm getting out of the information, Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NFL, college football, and NASCAR, we're on our toes. We don't know if this thing is going to happen. NASCAR, you can do way better. Way better. I'm, I'm so disappointed the way the FBI got involved. My trust in an outside legalization investigative team is done. When I found out that the FBI had a boss that was a cross-dresser, that, that questions a lot of things with me. And in fact, you were bringing an FBI investigative team in the South to investigate a crime of hate against African-American that's biracial. Makes no sense to me at all. See, this is why I cannot be the guy pointing the microphone in the reporter face, because I'm going to say, are you trying to tell me this damn noose is here a year ago? and You motherfuckers didn't say that. Go. Mm -hmm. Go. Or are you trying to tell me that everybody leaves a noose in every garage in NASCAR just to say, wake up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. None of that makes any sense to me. So for this statement to come out today, I, I said I wasn't going to say nothing about this, but damn it, I'm, I'm going down this road. How dare you lie like this? You talking about a lie? This is the biggest lie I've seen in a long time in sports. I've been thinking about lies in sports. Like actually doing the act of the game or the pregame. Maybe Ben Roethlisberger, but it was more on the woman. Maybe Kobe, but that was more on the woman. Maybe Lamar Odom, that was more on the branch. I can maybe the kid at the Jose Canseco 
Roger Clemens' birthday party. That's more on the kid because he brought light. I cannot think of a situation when I can see an investigative team and a major sports conglomerate organization get together and come out with this bullshit right here. You try and tell me. <laughs> After all the investigating, all the cameras that are around NASCAR, you found this news to be there last year, but nobody said a fucking thing. See, this is why the Lifetime Network is out there. This is why a lot of movies are not being made because that U2 shit. So you 2 you 2 did this. You kept this to yourself. Shame on you, NASCAR. Shame on us, NASCAR fans. I think this picture is much bigger than anything. I think the main person that did this probably helped him push the car on the track. Tell him, sir. Then your grandma or grandpa tell you that when you were a kid, your enemy going to be right in the street. The person that got you suspended from school is standing right behind you when you got in-house suspension. You know, you got suspended from school, then you had to come back to school, but you got to go in-house suspension to make sure they cleanse you the right way. Yeah. But your friend did that. Just like in NASCAR. Your friend did that. Just like an NBA on Instagram. Your friend did that. Just like in Major League Baseball on Twitter. Your friend did that. If you look at the bigger picture, people, women, men, fans, organizations. In the words of my great friends, I'm going to pose this question. Who's to blame? That's the, that's the big question out there right now. That's the, beyond Bill Buckner missing a routine ground ball. Beyond the umpire missing an obvious call in 1985 World Series for the Cardinals and the Royals. Beyond what has happened in the words of Major League Baseball negotiations. Beyond what has happened in the NASCAR world. It really makes you put out there the question. Who's to blame for all this? Really? Who's to blame? And I am to the point, I know I may be banned from a bunch of websites tomorrow because what I posted earlier today in my frustration, not my first time, won't be my last. If you let me down, damn it, you're going to know about it. But other than that, I'm looking forward. The start of Major League Baseball. And maybe this can get me over the hump of my frustrations with sports media, the way they're doing NBA, Major League Baseball, the NFL, and college football. Let's think about the bigger picture. So, thank you to the great sponsors in downtown St. Louis, Game Six Honky Tonk Joint. BB's Jazz Blues and Soups, CJ the Barbecue Man, and Historic Soulard. We have Allstate Insurance. Thank you, Jimmy Julie Price, Great Grizzly Bear, The Wood Shack, Hammerstones, Ninth Street Deli at Howard's, Electric Cab of North America, Ballpark Shuttle STL, A Always Towing, Physique Fitness, and in Bell Vegas, got Rogers Place. 
poor at 322 Main. East Main is that. Also part of Grim and Gorley Florist. Margarita's on Main. Seven Bar and Seven Sushi Bar. Cosmic Comics and Collectibles. Bigfoot Comics. Ship Southern Illinois Placement Center. Lincoln Movie Theater. Tavern Main. As well. CC. Located at 1926 West Main. Get on down there for that good Southern food right there. That food that make you slap your mom and say, why you, why you hit me? Why you hit me? Good food down there. CNC Food for Your Soul, located at 1926 West Main here in Bell Vegas. Get on down there. Say it up. What up to the people, by the people, of the people, for the people. Don't forget to visit the website, whostoblame.com. On social media, we have a page on Facebook, Who's to Blame, Instagram, Who's to Blame, the podcast, Twitter, at W2B Dre Montez. As well, you can follow us on Anchor, SoundCloud, Podbean, Google, Spotify. But it's so easy if you just go to the website and get caught up on the latest episodes of Who's to Blame. This Saturday, we will be at Dogabony in Bell Vegas for Small Business Saturday, giving back to the people. It's going to be located right there. I think it's at 17th and North Belt West, right there in the parking lot. It's going to be a customer appreciation day for the small business people. Food trucks, music. Get to talk with the owner, Miss Mary, and tell you about her business and what it means to be a small business owner on so many levels. So check it out then. I'll see you then. But until next time, pay attention to the story. Got a CSI this shit. You got a law and order this thing when stories come out. And I'm that type of person. But as my great grandpappy told me, boy, are you sure you're okay? You guys have a great one. Thanks again for listening. Who's the boy?